going on? Dude, the meeting request, it's all like the formatting and it's all fucked, so it doesn't actually let me click on the link. Uh, well, um, sorry. I think it's, you know what I think it is? I think it's a Google, Apple, Microsoft type situation. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that's that that makes it your fault then. Uh, okay. I accept responsibility for the meeting request that you send me each week that doesn't work on your Zoom account. <laughs> uh, what's happening? Oh, what's been, oh, fuck man. I literally have just walked in the door from Alice Springs. Wow, and I'm late. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. The flight was very late today. So there was some, um, I don't know if it was industrial action or something like that. Oh. Only running one runway in, in Brizzy. So we had to like do a bit of a loop around Brisbane before we could go and land. And oh my God. That is like so fucked up. Flying Alliance again. Oh my God. Where it's just like, I was sitting, here's the fucking weird thing. I was sitting. Emergency exit row, right? <laughs> and as we sort of come down, if I can, oh, no. um, coming down to sort of land and sort of fly in, flying over Bribey Island and all that sort of thing, and and um, I've got the emergency exit there, and it starts hissing, and I went, can't be the emergency exit hissing, can it? And I went, and I put my hand on the on the CC between the emergency exit and the bomb and the and the thing and yeah yeah that's that's where the sound was coming from so yeah uh okay did you maybe say that's that normal I don't know you didn't know I just uh, just get me off the fucking plane did you just hold your hand on there the whole time to save the rest of the people from their impending death oh, I had my seatbelt on I was fine everyone else I don't care <laughs> Oh my god! It's your job. It's that's your responsibility. That's that's what you trade in. No, my responsibility is after the plane has crashed to throw the fucking the the emergency hatch out and be the first out. That's, oh, that's a good. That's that's where my responsibility ends, my friend. That's a good deal. <laughs> and the extra egg leg room as well, and I get it for free because of the platinum status. So, oh, that's cool. You, yeah. Do you have time to get yourself a beer? Uh what do you mean? Like right now. Oh, do I have time to get a beer right now? Did you have time to get yourself a beer? Do you have well, a beer? I was thinking I have water. I was thinking of not drinking because I've been drinking all, every every day this week. But yeah, fair maybe enough. I should get a beer. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I haven't I actually haven't had a beer all week. So I'm like Yeah. Pretty keen to have a beer, but maybe could also be swayed not to because I just exercise and I'm feeling kind of healthy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I've been drinking every day this week, so I think I might um I might um say no hey. to alcohol. Hey. What's go what are you going? What are you done? I'm having a beer. What do you got? Stoke dealer. Oh. It's a black hazy lager. You wouldn't know. It's just yellow uh, and it's got a bear on it. Well, I'll get I've got a hazy lager. Let me go get my hazy <laughs> lager. <laughs> This is a hazy lager. Wow, that was the weakest fucking arm twist of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Look at that. Young Henry's Natty Lager. I've no glass though. So that's the this is a hazy lager as well. Same, same. Yeah. Well, there we go. We're like hazy lager friends. Show What's me yours, like? I'll show you mine. Let, let's do a little um. Oh, do I have to pour this in a glass? 
There you go. That's oh, wait up, wait up. I'll go sideways. Here you go. Do that again. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. What's happening in Alice Springs? Oh, just um, making some beer and um, tweaking some beer recipes and all that sort of thing. So, how are they going with the expansion and stuff up there? Yeah, they just had another couple of um, 20 hectolitre tanks put in. Nice. And um, actually, the, the, um, they're recruiting new head brewer at the moment. Oh, they? Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, so that's an ongoing thing. And um, uh, yeah, so they're going all right. They're going pretty good. They, um, it's a good little setup. I like it. It's like the the the, the, the when the only we're the only brewery in town in a tourist town in peak season, you're going to be doing all right. <laughs> That's true. Is um is Kyle? What's Kyle's skill set? He's, he doesn't brew. He can, right? Um, but he him and his missus just run run the business. He's his background is um, CUB being a CUB rep and pubs yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So he's he's very good in that regard, you know. The place is just super well run, and 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 they constantly improving the place. That's what I really like about Alice Springs. Is every time you go there, they've made some incremental improvement to the venue, mm. um, or to the beer, or something like that. And it's just it's just very refreshing. And and you know they they just they don't they they they're they're a a bunch of people that just don't rest on their laurels. Yeah. Um. And um. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's why I like working with them because because they just they put in the hard work and that sort of thing. So yeah, like hiring a brewer must be a challenge. Mm. Brewer moved. I mean, they'd have to move there, wouldn't they? They're the only brewery in town. I'm sure there's no head brewers just living around the corner. No, no, not at all. Um, mm. That's a real challenge for them, you know. So um, um, yeah, so they they've got to pay for it, but that's pretty standard with anything. Any job in Alice Springs is if you want to move to Alice Springs, you'll make some money. Yeah, because it's just the, you just need the financial incentive to to get there. So they're paying, you know, well and truly above the um, you know, the market rate and that sort of thing. But but uh, the flip on the flip side as well, you know, what what Kyle wants is he wants you know continuity and. Mm. loyalty and all that sort of stuff and so he he remunerates his brewers based on that based mm. on you know uh, retention yeah right. yeah um, that's 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 really important to him so yeah it's it's interesting mm. um how's your coffee machine going i've got a little a brief coffee machine update for you okay keep me with you your know, coffee you, machine update well you know last week you were going on about how you're enjoying it because you have to fuck with all these settings. And I was saying, I'm mm. never about to touch anything. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The very next coffee I made the next day. You fuck I with the settings? It stopped working. Oh, yeah. How, how did it stop working? Well, it was making, like the grind was fine, but it was a little bit higher than it should be. Like sometimes it's, you have to, I know how to dose, like the lev, the amount of stuff that goes in there. So the level of how much uh, compressed coffee goes into the fucking yes. tea. But, yes. I've never messed with the thickness of the um, grind, and also I've never yes. done any maintenance on it, which I don't think is a very good idea. You're supposed so to do descale it, yeah. I, yeah, so I haven't done that, or I don't know whatever else you're supposed to do. Filter that you mentioned, I think, never done that. Yes, yeah. Um, so it was a bit high, but normally when it's a bit high, I just kind of shove it in there and it's fine. And this time I shoved it in there, 
and pressed go and it made lots of noise and then it was just doing little drips and drips and drips out of the oh thing. yes yep yep yeah so um i assumed it had maybe your maybe your or... filter basket was all clogged okay you supposed to do maintenance on that thing that's the thing that goes in the thing yeah the little basket that goes into the thing, the thing that you put the thing <laughs> into that's called the group head okay and um, I can't remember this filter basket. I've got to Google this now. Parts from an espresso machine. Here we go. Here we go. Um, porter filter. That's what it's called. A porter filter. Just the metal thing, right? Yeah, the metal thing with the handle. That's called a porter filter. Oh, okay. And then you thing it into the group head. No, are you talking about the 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 um little baskety thing that goes into the? Now that's that's the filter basket oh, goes into the water filter. Okay, so there's something above that that can get clogged. Uh, yeah, your group head can get clogged. Oh, because if you because if you get coffee grounds and shit, have to take the take the 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 water filter off the group head, stick your head underneath and have a squeeze. Mm, okay, well, I mean, it fixes itself. There. It fixes itself. Oh, did it? Yeah. Well, the next time I didn't put as much coffee in, it seemed to work all right. But yeah, that's a good point. I didn't I didn't think to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's you've got a maintenance of your coffee machine, mate. Yeah, I know, I know. I've got to get onto that. And apparently super, everyone super in our group has the same machine as you. It's the world's most popular espresso machine I've since found out. So um, so yeah, it's it's um they're a good little machine. I don't think my pressure gauge works particularly well on I think it's just doesn't go all the way up to where it should go. See, um, I, I, mine doesn't either. Is that because the we're not we're not getting the pressure right? That well, I've I've done a test of the pressure gauge and it still won't go all the way up. So there's obviously something going wrong there. Interesting. See, my one when it was shitting itself, the pressure was through the roof and it never is. So I, I mm. only assumed there was too much coffee in there. It was too compressed. The water yep. couldn't get through. Yep. Too too fine a grind. Yeah. But then, but normally when I make it, it'll be super low and it's got like a thing saying optimal. It never gets anywhere near that. Yeah. Right. How fast does the coffee come out? Compared to what? I don't know. Does it come out as a dribble or does it come out like full flow or? Oh, she gets up and boogies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that means your coffee's going to be sour, mate. Hmm. Okay. Might want to fine up the old crush a bit. Maybe I need to see a video on how it's supposed to come out. It's supposed to drip. Yeah. Getting... yeah. yeah. Just flow. Google, just, just YouTube your bloody, your, your type of coffee machine that you got. And mm. what have you got? It's a DeLonghi last specialista. It's very similar to yours, I think. It's like an entry, yeah. not entry level, but it's kind of like the yep, go-to yep. DeLonghi version of yeah, you know, yeah. six, six um, seven hundred bucks something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, give it a go, mate. Just fucking uh yeah. Probably watch some YouTube videos. Did you get the Audi beans? Not yet. No, no, I've never even been here, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Away. I've been away. It's crazy. So the whole week since last week. Well, I was here on the weekend and then I flew. Well, yeah, but I flew out on Monday. So, yeah. Yeah. So it was like I homebrewed on Sunday with um, both Adam Shell and, yeah, and Maddie Wolf. And um, <clears throat> then um, what else did I do? Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just chilling. And then um, out today, back. But today still start started the thing with Taki Moore this week as well. Oh, did two you? sessions. It's pretty full on, hey. 
So it's pretty full like live sessions. Yeah, yeah, two two Zoom sessions this week, and with like a, a crew. Uh, the whole bunch of people. So the amount, I'm not going to say how much I'm paying for this. Um, you said you said it's not cheap. Enough it's said. not cheap. No, no. Yeah. But the um, but the number of people who have are starting at the same time as me. Oh boy, there's some fucking money. Oh, oh Taki's doing all right. Well, Taki's doing plenty fine. He messaged me the other day. What was it? He messaged me about something randomly. Figure out what that tell him was. if you see him, tell him see Hendo in Hawaii. No, I did. I, I mentioned um oh yeah, so it's something with WordPress, but I mentioned that, that I was I was we were talking about him. Yeah, right. yeah. Sending him free leads from the podcast. Yeah, that's the way. Um he's good, he's good. I've, I've not met him. I've spoken to him once or twice, but um I'll probably meet him in Hawaii when I go in a couple of weeks. So hell yeah. So good. that should be pretty good. When is that? Hang on. It's the end of the month. Fuck. It's weeks and I'm off to Hawaii. So the 18th, I think. So Lucky luck, that should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's it's good. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's what I like doing. I actually mm. like getting on the road. And um, that's a, a really interesting point because, like, you know, when I had, um, you know, Brute Colt and that sort of thing, I – always envisaged that job of running Brewpult to be a job where I'd travel around the world and make beer. But you're never going to do that because you never make any money when you own a brewing company. So um, doing what I do now, yeah, I get, it affords me that that ability to do that, you know. And so having, um, um, you know, Hawaii coming up, uh, like this is a really short trip. It's a fucking four-day trip. Halfway around the bloody world. Hawaii is like a nine-hour direct flight, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, nine hours. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's kind of in the middle. Got to go via Sydney and that sort of thing. Um, And um, and then um, um, going and then back for a couple of days. And then on the seventh of August, I'm off to Johannesburg. That's a big flight. That's twenty-eight hour flight because you've got to go via Dubai or something like that. Fuck that. So get a direct flight from Brizzy to Dubai. That's a big, that's a 12, 13 hour flight. And then oh it's the God. same again down to Joburg. So, get the exit right for that? Uh, I don't know yet. And it's going to be on an airline that I'm not a, a, a frequent flyer of. So, yeah. yeah, I think I'm flying Emirates, but I don't know. I haven't flown Emirates before. Is there piss on Emirates? Please yeah. say there's alcohol. Yeah, surely. Have you ever flown Royal Brunei? It's dry airline. I did, but I was 15, so it didn't matter to me. Yeah, I, I've flown Royal Brunei before when I came home from London um, mm. for, a, for a visit and that sort of thing. I didn't realise at the time that it was a dry airline. You can't have that. And, and um, well, they didn't say. And I bought the ticket because it was the cheapest and I was a backpacker and that sort of thing and mm. take off out of Heathrow and we're flying towards fucking Brunei and that sort of thing and and or Dubai, they're Brunei. It's the fucking milk run. It was shit. Oh my God. It was like London, Dubai, Brunei, Darwin, Brisbane. Oh, Anyway, get on the plane. Plane takes off and they, you know, say their prayers and all sort of stuff like they do on that airline and then they come down for... um. To to um um to like you know drinks and that sort of thing and I asked for a beer and she looked at me with just pure disgust. Oh wow! And I'm like, what? She go, I went. She goes, we don't have alcohol in this airline. I'm like, you fucking oh. what? 
and um and so um um this dude sitting next to me he just ran a pommy dude right and and um um he goes did you want a drink mate and i said yeah and he pulls out he was organized guess what he pulls out flask a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect. A bottle of Jack Daniels. And oh I was like, and I wasn't even in Jack Daniels. I went, oh, I don't drink bourbon, but okay. This is why you like Jack Daniels, I can guarantee. I don't know. I don't know. And 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 so um uh so we ordered Cokes from the um from the hostesses and that sort of thing. They and, did Coke. And we got fucking plastered on this first leg. It was a stupid thing to do. So 30. 30 odd fucking hour flight doing the milk run and getting that pissed and that hungover early on. And we just kept ordering cokes and just drinking, chatting and all that sort of stuff. It was fucking excellent. They were and um and um we stopped in at Sharjah Airport. It wasn't Dubai, it was Sharjah or some, you know, some dry emirate. And um um did the thing, refueled the plane, back on the plane and that sort of thing. And there was, there was, I think it was the same crew, same lady comes up. She goes, have you finished your drinking spree yet? And I was oh. pretty hammered. <laughs> and I said, I said, lady, I haven't even started. <laughs> you mean, did she mean on the plane? Because she was yeah. new. Yeah. 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 She's like giving me shit for my alcohol consumption. She's onto it because that's probably what everyone does, especially these English people. They yeah, can't do exactly. a 10 flight without alcohol, no way. Well, exactly, but you know, it's 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 a bit shit. You could smoke on the plane as well. Oh my god, that's just yes. Back in the day, air fry. I remember you could fly on air fry. I used to smoke, right? And um, I remember um, on Air France, you could go into an, an area near the toilets where they had these big fucking vacuum things, and just there'd be four or five people in there puffing away, and you could have a cigarette. I feel sorry for the people who just had to sit just outside. Oh, eh? oh, dude, yeah, that's know. so gross. Just even that even thought. Of that is just so gross. Yeah, but back when you could do that sort of thing on planes and all that sort of stuff, and this is all pre nine eleven as well, so mm. there wasn't the war on moisture. There's very little security, all that sort of stuff. You know, flying was fun, and you know, yeah, you think so? I don't think flying's ever been fun. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It's, it's, it was more fun than it is now. You know, that's fair. Um. So yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was pretty. Pretty interesting. So yeah. There you go. It used, to be, fucking... it used to be free unlimited booze. I haven't flown overseas in so long. Can you still just drink as much as you want? That's not a thing anymore, is it? Oh, they try to limit you now because it's not good for your health because if it dehydrates you and you get deep vein thrombosis or something yeah, like that, well, they're kind of liable. Yeah. So, yeah. But um, there you fucking go. That's the thing. Um, oh, you did ask about my coffee machine. Um, it's going good. I'm pretty happy with it. Do you know what I'm also happy with? My scalp. Yeah, you'll notice you notice that I've got, actually got quite a bit of hair at the moment, right? Because I haven't shaved in a, I haven't shaved in a week. Oh, they told you not to. Well, it, I didn't want to upset the um, follicles. The old. Um, well, I don't have any follicles, mate. I'm fucking bald. Well, whatever the fucking things are, the skin. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. so it went. And I, I just want to shout out to 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 Doc um, from Doctor's Orders who. Teed me up and basically I go over a couple of text messages, tell me what to expect because oh. he's had that red light treatment. And um, it's Wait, a how did he know you got it? Was he, is he one of one of the he 12, He's or? one of the 12, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And um, uh, and so um, 
he um he sort of said, yeah, you, you want to stay out of the sun. It's going to you're going to be like that for a week. And I said, oh, thanks, mate. It's good to hear from you. So you go to Alice Springs, and um and so I've got daily photos of my scalp. And the first day was pretty bad. And then it got really red. And then on Sunday when I was brewing with the Adam Shells and and Matty Wolf, it was pretty red. And then was, bring um, it up. And then it got all lumpy and shit like that. Were all of the things? Show us a pic. The, the... What? Show us a pic of, of the my scalp. scalp. Yeah. Oh, let me see if I can. Okay, hang on a second. How did you wait? How did you take the photo first? It's like a selfie. Yeah, I bought a new phone. Wow, you fucking hell! You're, buying, you're, you're dropping it like it's hot, Hendo. It's good times over there. Um, happy. Um, it's just end of financial year, mate. Just um, oh, true. End of financial year. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, let me share my screen. That was like, can you see that? Oh my god! Yeah, so it looked really oh. sunburned. How, that was wait, how many days after that? that? Uh, that was on Monday. That was Monday. Shit! That was uh, the day you went to Alice Springs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what do you yeah, do? You wear yeah, a hat, yeah. or what do you do? Oh, you know, it was a bit, bit like that. This is um, this was Saturday. That was um. That's Saturday. That's that wasn't okay. too bad. But then it got really got really red. That that first photo I showed you on Monday was probably the worst day. Yeah. Um. And then it got much better. It got much better. So um. Um. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Look at this one. <laughs> it's it just hurt? fucking scalp porn. Is it hurting at this point? Um. Yeah. Itchy. Yeah. 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 That was yesterday. That's Wednesday. That's yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, oh, wow. I can see it's peeling. It's peeled, peeled really bad yesterday, and um, um, yeah. So um, the the good thing is though is that it feels fine now. It's peeled. It's all peeled now. I wanted to ex. I really wanted to exfoliate. I've got this fucking scrub, oh, and I wanted to peel or to exfoliate my scalp, but I didn't bring it with me to fucking Alice, which was a bit oh. dumb. And so it just peeled yesterday, but today it's fine. And you know what? Today, now that the peeling is done, fuck, it feels smooth, man. Nice. It looks smooth. It's so good. Like it's like um, um, before I got the treatment, I could feel bumps on my head, which were probably precancerous cells or something like that. And now it's just silky fucking smooth. So fucking ladies, if you're into that sort of thing, wow. I'm all yours. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're rubbing your dome as you were saying that. I'm I'm, I'm the wrong audience. It's so it? good. Most yeah, of our know, listeners are listening um, via audio and not on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then um, yeah, so uh, it feels good, and I'm and I'm glad I did it now because clearly there was it's it was a bit of a preventative. Uh, thing and clearly there was some things that needed to be needed to die and yeah. um and that was that was good to 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 deal with that so it was a bit right. of short-term pain for some long-term gain yeah because the last cool. thing i wanted to do is to be like my dad who's the same haircut as me and um who spent most of his 60s and 70s getting things cut out of his scalp every six months mm. and you know he worked when he he worked you know outdoors a lot you know when he was a soldier and then when he worked at finance, he was out on building sites and then running caravan park and also so he spent a lot of time outdoors. And mm. um um before people yeah, get fuck about that kind of thing. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and so um, yeah, he's um, good. Do you wear a hat? I feel great now. You don't like wear hats, do you? Um, I do now if I'm doing something specifically in the sun, but I use a moisturizer that's got SPF as well. So, yeah, okay. and I use that every day. So you just have to do it when you've got a haircut like mine. You have to use SPF. Mm. You don't. Or wear a hat. Bucket hats are the best hats. Mm. Terry, T- my father is just religious Terry Towling bucket hat. That was his thing. Mm. Um, maybe that's that's probably some merch we could do. Boss and the Brewer, Terry Towling, Bucket Hats. All right, Paul, if you're listening, let's go. 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 Can we do that? This is still going strong, the muscle shirt. Yeah. Still going. It's all good. (laughs) It's as good as ever. So, yeah. Dude, there's like zero, actually like zero news this week, which I... That can't be right. I I named the episode No News is Good News because there's no VAs or, you know, founders moving on or companies shutting. Crafty Corals. Beer Basics, Yeast, Fortitude Valley, Hooper's Island Beers. I put two links in here. They're not really – they're just like press releases. They're not really – well, actually, one of them was from the uh, Beer and Brewer. I put I put links in here to talk about, but there's, there's really – What no. have we got? Peer, peer nominations for the Indies. Oh, this is good. Um, yeah. So this is a really important award. So in the Indies, uh, some of the awards that they give out, there's three of them, I think which are peer awards. And so there's the, oh, here we go. It's service to the industry, which is presented to an individual who has made an outstanding contribution to Australian independent beer. There's Young Gun of the Year presented to an IBA, employee of an IBA member who's under 35, a high achiever, a strong promoter of indie beer and who has a collaborative nature. Um, and then you have True Indie Supporter, which is a retailer, public, and a bar operator that strongly supports indie beer via advocacy, marketing, and promotion. So Grain Store have won that in the past. And, yep. Yeah, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Shout out to the 12 if you want to nominate. So if you have a nomination, go nominate somebody. Yep. Um, and then Abers win... Aber Awards wins an award. Aber 22 Aber was corporate event of the year. The cool. okay. So the awards wins an award. Yeah. Okay. 22 Abers won the corporate 2022. So that's wait, that's last year's Abers. Yeah. Okay. Won the corporate event mean? of the year title, the National Meetings and Events Australian Awards. I mean, why shouldn't they have awards? Everyone else has got awards. Awards should well, have that's awards. Fair. As well. Awards should have awards. It's awardception. And as far as awards go, that's it's that it's pretty it's kind of I mean it's the best in our industry, isn't it? The ABS? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's a very well run competition and a very well run awards, you know. So mm. buddy, good on them. I like that they read out I think the last awards I watched, like it was just so confusing to work out what was going on. Like they weren't reading out like you didn't know if you got gold medals as a participant. Until you get the results at the end, like the booklet. Yes. Yes. But the Abers, unless they've changed it, they put the golds up on the screen, which I thought gold medal is a big deal to most breweries. Breweries, yeah, exactly. Now they did that this year, so they they the the all of the gold medals got put up on the screen during the breaks and stuff like that, and then the the Abers you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They changed it this year, so and then at the and then the high scoring gold medals were the ones that were read out for each of the trophies. 
So they don't so you can see. They don't read out all goals anymore when they're announcing them either. No, because in some of them, there's just too, too many. many. Like if you look at pale ale class, that sort of thing, there's like 500 of them. And you're going to get something like 60 gold, odd gold medals. Yeah, well. That's, that's a lot of, you can't expect someone to read it out. But at least they, they put, put it on, on the screen. screen. They put them on the screen. No, they, put it, they put it on the screen whilst there's no ceremony happening, whilst people are just yakking away and talking. So you could actually mm. see who got gold medals. Yeah, it kind of sucks a little bit. I, I used to like, like, because when they came up before they were announcing them, I suppose there was less entrance back back then. But yeah, what's that hazy lager of yours like? It's good, so good that it fucking it's gone. And now, oh, that didn't <laughs> even touch the sides. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. It's really good. Four percent. We've got into exercising this week, like in and just gone about it in a super aggressive way. So I just okay. We just did like an exercise session in the garage with me and Aaron and Jordy and Will. And um, what did you? What sort of exercises did you do? Fuck that down real fast. What sort of exercises were you doing? Were you wearing your muscle shirt? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, wasn't, I got a shower. That's why I was going to be late because I had to have a shower after the, after doing it. Um, we're doing well. I've been. I normally just run, so I've gone for a run every day this week. And yeah, but the Savo we did like circuit of different exercises with weights and with like skipping ropes and runs and that's stuff good like that you, like exercise with your kids and that sort of thing though yeah we'll that's almost some, that's some mighty fine parenting dead, but he definitely almost died but there was an ambulance out the front for the lady next just in case just, so that was good to have that as a backup did you say did you say just in case mate yeah yeah so good that's some still good parenting mate well i think so yeah it's good, it's good organizing yeah yeah, it's just, it's just hard to do it consistently. So I kind of like do it and then do it like every day for a week. Yeah, I yeah. I realize I've got to get stuck back into the bloody exercise. That's the thing, that's the downside with travel is that when I travel, I tend not to exercise because you. What always sort of exercise it. do you like to do if you do it? Like my bicycle. Oh, okay. Love my bicycle. Hmm. I'm not into the fucking lycra and you know riding hundreds and hundreds of kilometers and. You kind of have sort of to be, stuff. don't you? If you're into a bike, you need to kind of get the lycra on. And cover some Ks and all that sort of stuff. But I've just, I've got like a shit commuter bike, which is still good. Mm. And I just ride around the, the Brisbane's got some great bike tracks. Oh, shit, know? yeah. Yeah. And, and um, so, you know, from where I live here, I can go over UQ, over the Eleanor Chanel Bridge and be over at South Bank in literally like 10 minutes or so. Mm. And then I can, then I can ride you know, under the Kangaroo Point Cliffs over the Story Bridge and back around the other side of the river and all the way back around to mine and all that sort of stuff through Toowong and that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, um, we have to, you have to and, ride there because it's too long to walk. Yeah. Sorry, you, you keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you can go the other way out to Indrapilly and um, even all the way out to um, the Western Freeway and all that sort of thing and mm. I'm back on the, on the south side of the river, you know. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, so I, I enjoy. I just that's just me, man, isn't it weird? I'm just, I'm just a guy who likes to be on two wheels. Yeah, that's a bit tough when you're traveling. It's kind of hard to, hard to do that. I was gonna yeah, say, if you're I'm running, not really. It's really easy. You just bring shoes. Well, and just run exactly. Anyway. I'm not really a runner because I get like sore shins and stuff like that. Mm. So, um, so I'm not really a runner. I don't like doing weights in the gym. I'm just, it's not me at all. Yeah. Um, maybe I should find some other form of exercise to do that's a little bit social and that sort of thing. If anyone's mm. got any suggestions. 
Yeah, like I'm classes, maybe. Like a gym's yeah. up, yeah, but like classes maybe would be better. But yeah, um, maybe uh, spin classes or something. But I'm, yeah, I'm open minded. You're, you're minted now, dude. You're the... dropping cash. Drop it, drop cash on a Peloton. Drop it like it's hot, dude. Nah, more no, important than your health. No, I did well. No, I bought TV as well. Sweet. Okay, <laughs> Peloton is on two wheels. Like it's basically yeah, but I've got nowhere to put it. Yeah, I bought, I bought, a, I bought a TV. It's way too big for. Well, what are you working with? How many inches? Seventy-five. Yes, I just did the same thing. Did you buy my one that was nine hundred bucks for from Roku? No, no, I I spent oh, nineteen hundred bucks on or something like that. What what flavor? Um, a high sense. Oh yeah, um, is it, just an Android one, right? Yeah, Android TV with the LEDs and all that sort of oh, stuff, and yeah. it's it's huge for the room. You know, you've been into my my lounge room and that sort of thing, but I've got it sitting on this tiny little um, entertainment unit, and I think I'm going to wall mount it. Yeah, you got a wall mount. It's easy. I, that's one of the things I was able to. Did do. you do it yourself? Yeah, I did it myself. It was pretty. It wasn't that difficult. I think I can wall mount it. I've got a hammer. Your, what's your shit. apartment made of? What are the walls made out of? Brick. Oh, you're sweet then. Just get a fucking power hammer drill. Get a um, hammer drill, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, this um, this house is made out of wood, even though it's brand new, and you have to find stud studs. Finder and doesn't shit. work, mm. and so it's it's fucking impossible to find the holes in the wall. Like, that was did the most punch it? thing. It's finding the did studs. You punch a few holes in the. Uh, I'm not going to say how many holes in case the new buyer who bought my house is listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I might do that. I think I might do that this weekend, but it was really good because I had both the Adam shells help get it out of the box. It's fucking huge. Just arrived on Sunday. It's a massive box. And I'm like, you got to get that thing on the wall for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think as a safety thing as well, it's just sitting there on its stand. And I'm like, and as soon as I went on this thing, I was like, ah, I've got to warm out that. So, you couldn't get power to the wall, though, could you? You'd, you'd see the cables if you got a brick wall. Um, I've, I'll get some of that ducting and paint it lexicon half. Yeah, okay. You might be able to get. Yeah, you might be able to get. You might be able to get a Sparky to to do it for you. Oh, uh, Sparky would cut a channel into mm. the um, into the wall and that sort of thing. And I don't want that. I'm just not. Then I'd have to plaster it, and then I'd have to. There's no power there. It's not happening. Yeah. So I'm just going to put in some adhesive ducting and all that sort of stuff. So. Fair enough. Yeah. That'll work. Nice. All right. Uh, meta Awards. We, let's, do it. let's do a quick Hendo Reacts and then. Hendo Reacts. We got, okay. got some questions. Share, you got to share, share your my screen. screen. Okay. Hendo React. Can you see that? I can see it. And then we're. Wait, we're. See, see, I don't know how this ends up filming, but I can see you. And me and the notes, so that should be good and not get copyright struck, right? TikTok. Oh, for fuck's yes. sake! Did you share sound? Share the sound. Oh no, I didn't share sound. <laughs> Hang on, it's me on TikTok. It is you. Yes, I saw you on TikTok. I go on there regularly. I have a cooking channel. All right, here we go. This is this is um um this is um Adzi's. Um, kid Cade sitting on the VFR, sitting on the VFR because I said, Do you want to you want to start the motorbike, mate? He goes, Yeah, because we're homebrewing. And there's other Adam Shell there with his back to us. Just for the people and, who are listening to this on audio and not on YouTube. But this is in my so small what, child. This is a small child that's I think six or seven years old. I mean, he looks like he's three. Sitting sitting on my VFR 800 because I am the cool uncle. And I said, Do would you like to start my motorcycle? And, All right, so, so before you press play, can, I, I would just assume watching this, 
you just let him sit there. Like obviously yes. the keys are nowhere to be found, so he can just kind of sit there. Like no, no, no. I'll put the keys. Keys are keys in the ignition. Well, okay, all right. Because he eventually starts it. So basically, what happened is he's sitting on the VFR. I'm teaching yeah. him how to straighten up the steering, straighten up the handlebars there. He's leaned right across the top of the tank. It's in okay. It's in neutral, I assume, at this point. Okay, he's got turning it, it on. He's got the ignition on. Green light means it's in neutral. Bring on both, both the handlebars. Put the thumb on here and start. So he started, and I'm teaching him how to twist the twist the rev. You're saying give it a little bit, but your hands on his hand at this point. And then he fucking. <laughs> He just does the full send. Joe, pour just... some of your face when he sends it. I got a I got I got a fall. I got a I got a look on my face, mate. He's just I think I think that's Adam Shell's like um cover photo now is i'm gonna just have a look at have that. a look at bloody Cade. have a look at that kid oh my god that, move your cursor that, out of the way i want to screenshot this that kid is super happy the kid is lucky to be alive ah oh, the motorbike's lucky to be alive it's a stone cold engine and he's rev bombed it in my oh fucking my garage god. and do you know what else was happening at the time is my neighbor um was uh my neighbor um is like a very very good violin virtuoso Oh no! Right. So there's a whole bunch of lads in home brewing, and revving motorcycles. There's there's the neighbour playing this beautiful violin, and um, yeah, it was just silly. Oh my god! <laughs> Look at him. He's just he's got that cheeky grin on his face. Oh, That's man. probably the best day of his life. I think so. I'm um, I'm a good uncle. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm a good uncle or drunkle. Um, are we doing the other act? One more. One more. Okay, hang on a second. Oh, you're chef. So, yeah, there we go. Okay, link number two. Something on axios.com. Mexican beer makers are using bugs to supplement barley. So to, to for the context for this one, you wanted us to eat bugs a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. The and they're putting so crickets. So La Grilla Beer is testing out in small batches. Teretaro makes gluten-free and bread products using insects. They wanted to prove insects could become part of our diet, even in drinks while maintaining the taste. Pulverized crickets then lightly toasted to have a very similar taste to barley and rye began substituting them in the production of malt porter beer. That's, that's going to be a no. That's going to be a no from me, hey? No? Well, you wanted us to eat crickets a few weeks ago. I would eat, well, yeah, but... I'm 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 talking about this in the in the context of making a beer because when you make beer and you mash barley, it's because there's starch and it gets converted into sugars. Right. Um. So this would definitely be an alcohol-free beer. No, no, no. I think it's no, no. We just said it's to supplement. Scroll down. Pulverized crickets and lightly toasted have a very similar taste to barley and rye. So substituting them in a production of a malt porter beer. So I'm guessing they. They put some malt, but they put some of this for the flavor and aroma. Oh, yeah, flavor more. Yeah, I'd, I'd try it. You try it. Yeah, I'd try it. So the headline for our episode is Hendo wants us to drink cricket beer. Is that does that work for you? 
Yeah, why not? Okay. Should so we do that as our as our boss and the brewer um second the next beer? Release. We're gonna have to talk to Phil and um Dan about that. Did you why why is it is it not happening? Is it happening or no? Well it's happening, but if we're gonna do cricket beer, we're gonna need to have that conversation with them. You know what we should do? Make we a cricket do... beer and drink it at the cricket. No, we should because we're gonna do an Adam beer. Yes. And we're gonna do a cricket beer. And we should call it yes. A B. Yes, as in oh, Alan Border. Border. It's a famous cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking done. Absolutely. <laughs> the ideas are flowing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now let's see if we've got any 12 questions. It's uh it's light on on the news, but we've probably hopefully got some. Maybe questions. heavy on the 12 questions be good. Hopefully. Um <clears throat> all right. Oh fuck me. All right, here we go. Steve York. You can't look at these, okay? In case no, I'm not looking. Don't cheat. Not cheating. All right. And I'm reading them live, so just if they're inappropriate, fucking don't come at us for it. All right. Mm -hmm. Steve York. Finally got a job as a brewer for a dream brewery. I'm two weeks in and the brew house is immensely daunting. 20 heck. Especially when yep. it's a double brew day or triple. Is there any advice that will help me tackle the functionality of it or is it practice makes perfect? Well, congratulations on the new role. Um, that's super awesome. Um, didn't say where. Did not say where, but that's that's okay. Um, so when when I think about like I've I've been fortunate um to um brew in lots of different breweries of lots of different sizes, and the thing is right is that is that when it's very easy to get wrapped up in being daunted by the size of it. But what you need to think about is that the um, the process is the same, mm. right? Um, it's just the size that's different. And so every brewery that I brewery brew house that I've brewed on and that sort of thing, all have their little nuances and that sort of thing. But largely the process is the same. And so if you have that, if you keep that in mind, that you know doing what you're doing on your twenty hectolitre brew house is exactly what you do when you're home brewing on your twenty litre kit. Um, you know, or whatever, um, it's the same. Um, mm. um, and once you sort of get your head, wrap your head around that, things become a lot simpler. Um, you know, to 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 think through. The only the only sort of consideration that I would, um, you know, suggest that if that is a twenty hectolitre brew house, um, I would definitely be following the SOPs. Mm. Um, in, in that that are there purely for your own safety, you know. Yeah, I guess more can more can, the consequences of thing things going bad are yeah higher. But um, yep. it's going to say that when we when Black Ops started, like when we did our first homebrew back in twenty fourteen, um, you know, Govs was working at Fortitude and he'd previously worked at Burley Brewing. And me and Eddie were just into beer. He and he he had never brewed homebrew before. But the only reason Black Ops happened was because Govs had just started building his homebrew kit at home. Yes, yes. And we happened to be at Mount Tambourine, and Eddie was like, oh, "I've got this idea for this eggnog stout. You should give it a go." And Govs was like, "Yeah, fuck it, mm. that'd be a fun idea for a, a new beer." But he, he he Govs was nervous at the time about brewing a fifty liter batch of beer because yes. he'd only brewed fifty and twenty five hectoliters. batches of beer. Hectoliters. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's probably. I mean, yeah, consequences are higher, but it's it's probably just what you're used to, isn't it? It's, it was normal for him to be brewing fifty heck and 
homebrew yes. was new. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, you just got to think of it as the process just being the same, you know, um, and, and try not to let the nerves get in the way and that sort of thing. Because, man, you know, you go to a place, you know, like Stone and Wood at Woolenbar, there's two 50-hectolitre brew houses that share one heat exchanger, and so you might be brewing on one of the brew houses and you've got to coordinate with the brewer on the other brew house because you can't knock out at the same time, Right. And you just, and, and you just, well, you just, there's more to it, you know, but the challenge is there and it's fun. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Phil Sharp with another, I feel like this is not Phil Sharp's first shameless plug, but I'm here for it because we're. What's he, what's he plugging? Local business. he's plugging Saturday night. Shameless plug. Who is coming to Crafted Wagyu Night at the Hiker Bronco this Saturday night? Stephen Keating will be coming to showcase his Wagyu and talk about his operation at Chinchilla where he's building a brewery. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, and Steve yes. Hendo Henderson has already bought a ticket. Oh, the, the man himself is going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. So, um, yeah, just supporting Roth Rookies, eh? Um, so, basically, uh, there's, um, yeah, Stephen Keating is a student, TAFE student. Obviously, Phil's a TAFE student, that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, just supporting up-and-coming Brewers and that sort of thing. So are they going to make you some crickets at the at the Wagyu event? Or? No, Wagyu. It's fucking Wagyu. There's no oh, Wagyu crickets, right? But he's right? A request for so Wagyu. basically, he's bringing down his smoker. They're doing a whole like rib fillets and that sort of thing, revert, and then they cut them up and then sear them, and you eat steak, Wagyu steak. I'm really looking forward to it. I like, have, you, have you ever have a decent Wagyu steak before? I've got one in the fridge. Yeah. Have you had a? Re I remember the first time I had Wagyu. I was on my honeymoon. And it was on Hayman Island, and it was mm. a really expensive dinner. And they set up a, a, a they set up a, a, a long table. It was like this group progressive dinner thing in the kitchen, and um, and they did wagyu. And I remember like getting this knife and just cutting it, and it was just like butter. Oh, no, I just didn't have so to good. put any force on it. When you, and it's just like holy moly. And so yeah, I'm I'm keen. So. Um, if you go to hikerbrewing.com.au, uh, tickets are like 45, 49 bucks or something. It's under 50 bucks. Get around it. And, basically and get a waggy steak and then food. you get fed like proper waggy steak for under 50 bucks. Fuck yeah. I think you get a beer or something on arrival. If you don't, I will. I will get a beer on arrival. I'll probably oh, wow. have to pay for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> there will be, I can, I can guarantee you there will be beer there. Okay. Wow, because it's a fucking brewery. Yeah, there'll be beer. There. No, I don't know you if we get a free beer. Hendo doesn't have to pay for it, but you might have to pay. For it. <laughs> I bet ten bucks says I'm paying for my beer now. <laughs> Fuck me, you deserve to pay for your beer after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone else gets it for free instead. Yeah, shout out to Hiker. They gave me a free beer. So, um, Gab. So that was nice. Yes, maybe good, a couple. Good bunch of people. So yeah, good bunch of people come and say hi, and um, yeah, should be pretty good. Nice. All right. Matthew Cuthbert. Is Hendo likely to be hijacked in South Africa? Oh. <laughs> so we were chatting today. Um, he said I was sitting, I was at the airport um this afternoon waiting for the plane. And and um he was like he was saying, Oh, what are you doing organized to catch up for a beer and that sort of thing? And um uh he um he said he he said uh when you go to South Africa, I thought it was going like early August, that sort of thing, back in time for Brucon. 
And he said, and I said, I'm going on safari. And he says, don't get eaten by a lion. I said, I'm not worried about getting eaten by a lion. I'm worried about getting shot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dodgy. Uh-huh. Jam, and fuck yeah. Have yeah. Mm. Yeah, Joburg. So it's sketchy. There's no electricity. Might get shot. No, uh, the 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 lady who's organising the conference, um, she um, she emailed this week and said, "Oh, sorry, I haven't booked your flights. My my home got violently robbed over the weekend. I lost all my laptops and everything like that." Oh, like, fuck! As long as you're all right. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty pretty hardcore. Jesus so, Christ! Might have to have a bodyguard. Well, if you get really scared on the land, you can just swim into the ocean. You'll be fine. You do know where Johannesburg is, don't you? No, no idea. But I know there's a lot of fucking sharks and great whites and shit. And yeah, it's a, it's a long, it's a long way from the ocean, mate. Is it? I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah. Your geography is definitely uh, can't. Pretty... I definitely can't spell Johannesburg. <laughs> okay, that's a hard word to spell. Let's see what it's we're a with. it's a it's a long oh. way, mate. It's quite a big place, Africa, isn't it? Yes. So Johannesburg is what is it about three four hundred k's five hundred k's from Where's the ocean? Jay- Jesus Christ! It's in the middle, mate. It's in the middle. Where's Jay Bay? What are we talking? Uh, J- Jarvis, uh, walk, Jeffrey's Bay. Bay okay, all right, all right. Yeah, Jeffrey's Bay is down the bottom near Cape Twelve Town. Some shit. That's a long it's way. It's a big country. It's a big country. Jesus, that's a long way. Where's Jeffrey's Bay? Oh wow! Fucking hell! So you're not doing anything fun then? Going on safari. Oh, where's the, where do you go on safari? In the green bit. Um, in the uh, let me just find it. Kruger National Park. Mm, don't know. Uh, yeah, I think that's where we're going. Kruger you National Park. You were just giving me shit for not getting on your fucking jag. What was well, it? Well, I'm not really, really fucking sure, mate. Cape Town's hip urban vibe, and oh yeah, you're a hip urban vibe. You like that? Yeah. All about that. It shit. could be the Pilatesburg National Park. It could be. I don't know. Where's the fucking? What's the what is the one you said? I don't know. Some national park, Kruger National Park, or something. I'm gonna put this Kruger. in the because Google sucks, and I can't work out Kruger National Park, South Africa. Here we go. Oh, possibly. That's a long way from... Park, like northeast part. I'm going to put that into maps. Yeah. That's miles away as well. That's miles away, yeah. Sabi yeah, Sands Game going. Reserve. Who knows? Anyway, I'm going on safari. Dude, I'm putting this in right now. This is fucking... What if I get a, have to get a safari suit? Oh, definitely. Well, that's fucking miles away as well. That's like 500 kilometers away. Jesus. That's a big country, mate. Oh, what country is that next them? door there? Oh, it's Mozambique. It's nearly in Mozambique. I have to have malaria shots. How how likely are you to get carjacked if you have to drive for 15 hours to do shit? Well, you, you're raising the odds, I think. 100% you're raising the odds. Right, I'm putting what's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Other, other than Johannesburg, what is the most dangerous city in South Africa? There we go. Probably might vary over time. That's fair. 
Cape Town is often cited as okay. Where's are you going there? Cape Town, that's number Cape two. Cape Town, no, I'm not going to Cape Town. Where's Cape Town? Right down the bottom on the left hand side. That's oh my god, that's like the longest drive. That's that's 1500 kilometers. Yeah, it's huge, oh isn't it? God, but that's on the coast at least. You'd see some sharks. Yeah, yeah, that's where the sharks are, mate. No, are they in JB or then Cape Town as well? There's everywhere. Yeah, all of all over. Yeah, all over the bottom there, the cold bits. Yeah, fuck that. Unbelievable. Eh? Oh, that's cool though. That'll be fun. I mean, if you if you know who I'm going with to 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 South Africa, smiley, aren't you? Oh, Mazin. Oh, Mazin. Oh, okay, that's even worse. Yeah. yeah. He said he's going to Madagascar or something. Yeah, that's like that little island there. I just not like the cartoon. No, no, like the cartoon. Yeah, you should do that. Or is it Mauritius he's going to? Yeah, one of the two. That All right, Adam Shell, how's your noggin? We covered that. Your noggin's fine. My noggin's fine. Thank you for asking. Oh, here's a good idea. A question, Colin, where can we buy Hendo scalp jerky? Surely hike is the answer. I'm sorry, what? Where can we buy Hendo scalp jerky? Oh, geez, that's pretty gross. <laughs> With Stephen Keating? Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, chuck it in the smoker. <laughs> we'll get more people there. We'll support local. Who asked that? Uh, that was uh, Luke Cooper. Of course. <laughs> I, I like that, though. He's, he's a regular on answering questions. Yeah. Um. All right. Ben Johnson, question. Is Dan losing his shit since being becoming unemployed? Yes. Uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Last week he claimed sunscreen was harmful. Next week, he'll be telling us the government is spraying vaccines on fruit. Weirdly, the next podcast on my queue after last week's episode was this shirt loads of science, sunscreen science with Jeff Mutton. All right. Is that what, okay. was, the, what was the fucking summary? I'll ask what the summary was of that yeah. one. Yeah, no, I'm going full. I mean, I I, I think the, the earth is pretty much flat at this point. Oh dear! <laughs> get a fucking job and get off the internet, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh, you, Ev Lloyd is Hendo into sounding? Um, no. Sounding curious by the sound of it. Do you know what it is? I'm sure as fuck don't. It sounds like something you do in Byron Bay. <sighs> is this a kid-friendly show? Oh no! Is this another one of those ones I shouldn't have said? Yeah, we're here now. Not a kid. I always check the box saying it's not kid friendly. Yeah, explicit. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, sounding. Go on. That's like people who get men who get their jollies from having things put down their old gap's eye. Their what? You know the old and the old thing. Are you cutting out, or are you just like not saying? No, no, no. Words? I'm just trying to self censor. Okay. Can you self-sense in a way that I'll fucking understand what you're talking about? Putting things down the end of your willy. Sounding. Yeah. What do you put down there? Things. What sort of fucking things? Whatever gets you off. Well, what sound does it make? It's nothing to do with sound. The only sound I'd be making is, ah! Well, I know the sound I'd be making would be, ow, get that out of my dick. <laughs> well, a couple of points. One, they need better branding because that makes no yeah. fucking sense. Two, it you didn't answer the question. It definitely doesn't. <laughs> it says on the tin, that's for sure. 
Oh, yeah. no. It's so you still bad. haven't answered the question, Hendo. What? Is Hendo into sounding? No, I'm not. God, okay. no. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm looking at in. Um, oh, here we go. Chat GPT's come through with the goods. Okay, go on. Um, it says sounding is is um, measuring the distance of something, a hydrographic sounding. Then sounding is also associated with medical procedures. In the medical field, sounding refers to the act of inserting a thin, flexible tube or probe into a body cavity to assess its size, shape, or condition. Oh, it's a medical Erythral sounding. No, no, no. And it's also worth noting that some alternative communities engage in a sexual practice called sounding. This involves inserting specialized instruments, typically known as sounds or urethral sounds, into the urethra for sexual stimulation. What's this a sound? Carries... How can you put a sound in there? That's what the things are called. What thing? Show me. Uh, this practice, this I'm not there's no pictures, it's chat GPT. Of the sound. Um, they put in bard. I've practice... a picture of a sound. No. Okay. No. Show your screens. Uh, bad enough. This practice carries risks. You should only perform with proper knowledge, consent, and sterile equipment to avoid potential complications. Or maybe don't fucking perform it. Or maybe don't. And that's and that is that answers the question. I do not. But the question was, are you into it? No. The answer is the answer is not yet. I think is probably more the accurate. Answer, no, no. <laughs> no, the answer is no. Oh my god. Ev Lloyd, is this is this like is this a friend of yours? What's happening? Is it? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Friends with Evan Craney. How many Evs can there be? So many Evs. It's Ev, 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 and Kev. Okay. All right. I think that's a wrap, mate. That's enough for me. No more sounding. <laughs> oh no, it's enough sound. It's enough sound for anyone listening to this fucking podcast. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. There you go. Have a good week, mate. Take it easy, legend.